How's it going? This is Ty, and this is also the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast, and I'd like to welcome you, which of course, I always do. Here we talk about fiction, copywriting, persuasion, marketing, and several other issues. Ever since I discovered that fiction writing and copywriting do borrow from each other in quite a few different ways. So without any further ado than we've already had, let's get to it. All right, this week's episode is number 265. The post I'm going to connect this episode with I originally titled Writing and Walking Through Water and Life on June 17th, 2015. All right, so on that Sunday, the Sunday before, which would have been like the day or two before, my shoes and socks had gotten wet since I had trudged through to, to a bunch of really long wet grass to get the paper to buy the weekly newspaper as such. All right. So, and as a result, I wanted to talk more about that as I wanted to talk about it now as well, of course, because that post followed this one, or this post followed that one. All right. So I had originally thought that it may have been a better idea to prevent my shoes and socks from getting wet to walk through the water or the grass barefoot, but maybe not. You know, so the water, water comes, rainwater is usually pretty clean, but as far as settling on the ground, you don't know what the water picks up after that. And of course there was ants. I picked a couple ants out of my socks. Water can, still water can carry a lot of microbes and so on. And warm or cold water can harbor germs because the water isn't hot enough to kill the germs. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist or a medical professional, but that is, you know, basic, basic theory as far as that goes. Like, I don't know the data, so maybe walking through that water with shoes and socks on was the correct decision, despite the fact that I have, I had wet shoes and wet socks. So... My mom told me, well, she didn't say it like this, but when I was growing up, lots of times growing up, my mom would tell me about Occam's razor. Basically, the, the default reaction you have to something is generally the, the correct reaction, generally. So, I mean, there's readers, readers and prospects in general react to what writers write. I think that's why... Any creative endeavor, writing, painting, what have you, it can be frustrating to say or exactly what you want or to have things look exactly how you want without messing it up or getting wrong ideas across. Or as far as what you thought, oh no, that's not what I meant to express, what I meant to say or do. And I mean, that's why for certain creative ed endeavors, editors are nice. If you have one, but it would be cool for me to get things 100% right the first time. It's like with a time machine, you know, we might be able to get it right the first time if we could go back, but you know, that'd be the subject of another post or a fiction prompt that I have every Friday. That's what we would have to do with that issue. And I'd actually given a little bit of foreshadowing at, foreshadowing at the point talking about what I was going to do for Triple F that week. So I was doing something I've been preaching about for a while. So 
If you're stuck about something, it does help you think of your audience, of your readers, how they'll think or react to something. And I don't mean whether they'll like it or hate it. I mean more of, okay, are you giving them the background information or details they need to show them what they need to know? Right, you know, then I was basically on the hook for that because I know that I haven't explained as much for my own benefit or for your benefit if you're listening to this about what I what I perceive about that as well. About what kind of information readers need to know when they need to know it. Because I hadn't written very much about that. But that is to think about that reaction of, okay, where are they... What are they going to do? What are the readers going to do with the information that they're given? And how can we use that to our advantage so that readers will know, like, how do we, to using that reaction to say, okay, with this piece of information, what will, what is generally going to happen? It's like, all right, and then we figure out where to go from there. It's like, oh, okay, now that they have piece A of the information, where is piece B and how are they going to get to that? Oh, and C and D and so on and so forth. But other than that, yeah, keep. it's about a little bit more than that, but it is helpful to stay out of, stay out of marshy grass, wet, super wet grass if you can, especially if he's making a little lake. And to remember to pick ants out of your socks. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is tymallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. Oh, you can support this podcast by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to get the word out. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks at the end of each and every episode. Well, not individually, but collectively. Uh, for $4.99 a month, I'll give you part of the show notes for that week, for that episode, and the month that you're featured. Terms apply, of course. And for $9.99 a month, I'll do a 30-second to one-minute ad for you to promote your business during the show. Again, terms apply. All right. I appreciate it once again that you took time to listen to me today, this week, this time. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.